0: Staying on strong is Senor Buscador out in front. Saudi crown with 150 meters to last. Still has the lead. National treasure, Ushbatasoro late on the scene and right down the outside. Senor Buscador, the lead is taken by Ushbatasoro, but right on the him out. Certainly the rider thinks so. Senor Baskador and over the top of Saudi Senor Bascador, from last to first, basically, to take out the world's richest race, the Saudi World Cup worth $10 million, US to the winner there on Saturday night. It was a famous victory in many ways. Obviously, it was an American-trained horse that was owned by the Americans, but um, Senor Buscador was... Well, leased 30% of that, that Galloper was leased, um, by some Saudi racing fans, basically some passionate racing fans. So they leased 30% of that Galloper, um, and they paid around $2.6 million, um, to get into that horse, just to lease it for the race. And the rest is history. Of course, he came from last to first to win, um. There's was a little controversy after the race, and I'll talk about that a little later on, because they had a big group of owners that purchased into leasing that horse for, I think, a couple of starts, including the World Cup. There was mayhem in the mounting yard. I don't know if you saw some of my videos and pictures on social media, but you can go to my Instagram, Gareth O'Case Hall, and you can see that the party and the, the celebrations in the mounting yard when... That horse, Senor Buscador, was coming back to the winner's circle. I felt for the security guards because everyone was trying to, to get into the mounting yard to celebrate, um, and mainly they wanted to be part of the celebrations because then they get to meet, of course, the the royal family, and to meet Mohammed bin Salman Al sahood who's the prime minister there of Saudi. Who I think it was he was he was there for for the world cup that to delay the races there for 45 minutes as we waited for him um but there was some scene so my three biggest takes or my biggest takes from racing in Saudi Arabia first i was surprised with how many horses they have there in Saudi Arabia there's about 1200 horses that are trained in that country they've got a few hundred trainers and they race at two venues they have they race at Riyadh and they also race race at a place called Taif, which is up in the mountains. And that's where they race in the summer months because it's about 10, 10 degrees cooler than say rehab, um, during that period. And it's the only Middle Eastern country that they race in, in summer. So there's a lot of passion and there's a lot of horses in Saudi Arabia. Um, they, they like to race for the prestige basically. So there was a handicapper that I had a chat to. And we'll play that interview as the week goes on. Um, but he was based in Queensland and Victoria for a long time. And he, his name was Sam Watson, and he's been in Saudi Arabia for about six or seven months. And he, he painted the picture perfectly for me. He said when he was handicapping, of course, in Victoria and Queensland, trainers would bring him up and say, hey, you've given my horse too many points. It's not fair. He's not ready to he's not going to be good enough to compete at the the grade that you've you've elevated to him and they don't want you to put your horse up and in, in the handicapping system too much because of course trainers and owners in, in Australia want to make sure that they maximize the earning potential for their horses going forward. It's a different ball game in Saudi Arabia. It's all about the prestige. So they might win a maiden for instance And they want to do 15, 20 points so they can go up in class and then hopefully get to a a higher level. And all they want to do is race in the bigger races. So they will jump their horses if they win a maiden. They'll enter it for a listed race or a group race, trying to get into a a contest like that for the simple fact that they want to be rubbing shoulders with the, the royal family in the mounting yard. And so it's all about prestige. They don't really care about the money, even though the money is exceptional. Like that race there was worth $20 million, $20 million U.S. And you had basically, it was a contest between the Japanese and the, the U.S. horses. You had Preakness winners. You had um, uh, Breeders' Cup winners from America. We had a Dubai World Cup winner there. So you had all the best dirt horses there competing in that World Cup. And I think it's only going to get bigger and better each and every year. Um, the culture there in Saudi Arabia, so you're not allowed to bet and you're not allowed to drink there, but it is becoming more of a, a Westernized type of, like it's becoming more Western, um, each and every year, Saudi Arabia. So back in 2019 and 18, for instance, that women had to be covered up. Um, you couldn't go to the cinemas. There was all these different rules, especially regarding the females there in Saudi Arabia, but that's all changing under the their new leadership of Mohammed bin Salman al Um, He's been a progressive leader and to a lot of the younger generation I talk to, he's, uh, he's become their hero in a way because he has changed a lot of rules and um, Saudi Arabia is changing, I think, for, definitely for the better. And obviously they have got a lot of long way to go, but um, he's under. I think now they they understand that the oil won't last forever, and they want to make it into a a country that people can visit and visit um, with no restrictions. They can visit feeling safe, and I had, I thought the people were great over there. It did change my perception of that country. Um, visiting it for a little while, so um, yeah, I think that. Obviously they've got a history that, um, has caused so much, um, pain and it's a, there's controversy surrounding it, but, um, yeah, it was really fascinating. It was a, it was an interesting experience and you can see why they're, they're spending so much money on the sport with live golf and Cristiano Ronaldo being based there and all that. They, they're trying to change their perception of their country and, um, it's, as I said, it's come a long way. They tell me in five years, and it's only going to change a lot more in, in five more years. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think the Saudi World Cup, they'll be allowed to bet there, I reckon, in, they tell me in 2026. So you will be able to gamble there. And I think that would be like Dubai, basically. You'd be able to drink in some places as well. Um, and it'll be a lot more westernized, that that country, especially rehab, their their capital. So yeah, I definitely would go back. Um, and I think it was a, an experience I, I enjoyed. Um, and it was definitely an eye opener and their passion for racing is unbelievable. They love the game. Um, and as like I said, it's not about the money or the, the gambling for them. It's all about the prestige and to, to find the next champion. So I enjoyed it. And Damien Oliver was over there and Ollie had a, a great time. He, he represented our country perfectly. If you ask me, he's a great ambassador for the game. Um, and this is Part of an interview that he did with Ladbrokes, and he had a chat to the champion jockey, Ryan Moore, who was also there riding over the last couple of days on the Friday and Saturday during the carnival. So I'm at the Big Saudi Cup here meeting with Ryan Moore. Ryan, I hear he might be coming down to the Golden Slipper meeting. You gave Shinzo a great steer last time, mate. Got something to defend your title there. Coolmore got a couple of great chances there, possibly with Storm Boy and also Switzerland. What do you think, mate? Look, I've, I've only seen the horses and... Uh... Obviously, uh, the Justify horse, Storm Boy, he's been very impressive. Um, you know, he was showing up early on, wasn't he? His trials were good yeah, and yeah. he was super um, in, 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 uh, up at the Gold Coast. And uh, the, the Schnitzel horse, he's won both his starts and uh, showed plenty of heart the last day to get the job done. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it like, look like two nice horses and um, obviously justifies going Super seems like all over the place now. We see them, and uh, yeah, exciting horse. Would there be a chance for you to stay on for the championships in Sydney as well, or you think you'd just oh, come down right. for the one meeting? Oh no, I'd, I'd say we, we have Dubai the following week, oh, and uh, the, 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 uh, there's so much racing all around the world now, and um, yeah, just have to go wherever I'm lucky enough to be the asker.